Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. Welcome to episode number 8, I believe it is. And I count an honor and privilege to be here to share with you this podcast and do what God has called me to do with it. Um, Today we're going to study our Bible study on don't be afraid to put God's first. We're going to read 1 Kings 17 and verse 9. It's hot in the studio today. Woo! Um, then we're going to do our prayer segment. Prayer request segment. And then um, we're going to be sharing a, for... Um, God teaches us in a different way segment. We're going to be learning about God's God's amazing grace. That's what we're going to learn about today. And hallelujah for that. Because we need His grace. Had a good services in the Lord yesterday. Um, sometime this week I might be doing airing, taking a step back from this um, um Bible study that we're working on and I might air I'm going to air um, the sermon that I preached Sunday night because I think it's very very good that we need to do I'm not going to reveal the title yet because I want it to be a surprise I'll tell you the day before and then we'll be okay let's pray Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a coat off heaven's altar and anoint these slips of clay. Let every word I say be what you want and not what I want. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you got your Bibles, which I hope you do, go to the book of 1 Kings. Book of 1 Kings. Chapter number 17. 1 Kings 17. Verse Kings 17, and we're going to look at verse 9. And it says, Arise, get thee to Zarzapeth, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman here to sustain thee. Let's go actually to chapter, let's go actually to verse 1 to 7. And Elijah the Tisbite, who was of inhabitants of Galilee, said unto Ahab, As the Lord of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew or rain these years. But according to my word, and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook of Sharek, at to be at before Jordan, and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook of Shereth, that is before Jordan. And the ravens bought him bread and fish in the morning, and bread and fresh in the evening. 
And he drank of the brook, and it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarpath, belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman to sustain thee. And so he rose up, and he went to Zarpath, and he came to the gate of the city. Behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water and a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hands. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in the barrel and a little oil in the cruise and behold I am gathering these two sticks that I may go and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die and Eliza said unto her fear not go and do as thou hast said but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me and after make for thee and for thy son for thou says the Lord, the God of Israel, the barrel meal shall not waste, neither shall the cursed crew of the oil fail, until the day of the Lord sendeth rain upon this earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. Or, or, and my little notation by the verse here says, a full year. And the barrel of mirror wasted not, neither did the cruise of the oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which is spoken by Eliza. Now here we have a situation, and Elijah, at this point, was coming off a big victory. of some things and King Ahab was actually mad at Elijah and he she, he told Elijah get thee away out of here and you better no God told they, Ahab wanted to kill Elijah alright or do some body harms and I think it was more Ahaz's wife. So God told him to go and hide in a brook near Jordan. He did. But then the water dried up and the food became scarce. Now the reason the water and food dried up is because of something that Elijah said to King Ahab. He said it won't rain for so long in this land in other words there was going to be like a a drought of rain and in the meantime the water dried up the food dried up and when that happened where God was protecting Elisha he sent them to a woman 
which she's in the same boat. Things are drying up. Food is drying up. She can't get her crops in. Uh, she has a little bit of cornmeal left and water. And she was going to feed that to her and her son and then die. Elijah came along and went to her just like God told him to. Found out that he wanted some cake and he wanted some water or bread. And the lady said, well, I can't. I only got enough for my kids and me. My kid and me. And he said, go do as I said, but make me a little cake first. And then you make your guys what you need. And I, and according to the Lord, it will not go out for many days. It will keep going. It will not fail. And so will the oil. And as we read in the Bible, and I made a point by the side note by my scripture, because I, you know, I have a preaching Bible. It says that Elijah was there a full year. And the cornmeal never ran out, and neither did the oil. Praise the Lord. What does this mean? What this means is we can't be afraid to put God first. See, that lady put God first because God sent him to her. One, to take care of him. And two, for him to take care of her through Jesus, through God. Oh, hallelujah. But if she would have been afraid to put this prophet's word first and kept him been stingy, that lady would have died. But Elijah told her, don't do that. Go out and trust me, and trust God, and do what I ask. And God will bless you for it by keeping the cornmeal there and by keeping the oil. And guess what? God did it. Let me tell you something, saints. If you give God what is his, he's going to bless you for it. Somehow, some way, roundabout way. He's going to bless you for it. We've got to learn to put God first. We've got to learn not to be afraid to put God first. We've got to learn to trust God. Because the Bible tells us what you give, God gives back. Sometimes triple, sometimes double, sometimes you ever you pay your tithes and you ever realize when you needed something and then you go into your purse or in your wallet and you didn't know that money was in there and as far as you knew the money was empty and the, everything was blank and you found out that, that exactly what was in your purse is what you needed to do at that time. Let me tell you something, saints. Let me tell you. God will bless you when you need it. But you got to learn to put God first. And you're saying, Pastor Ron, you're talking about tithing. In a roundabout way, yes, I am. But let me tell you something, saints. It's a principle that will help you with your finances. You put God first. He's going to turn around and bless you for it. Oh, hallelujah. 
Oh, God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. And he's good all the time. Hallelujah. So we come to the end of the Bible study. And we learned here today, we don't, we can't be afraid to put God first because we got to give him what is his. And if we do, he will make sure we have what we need to keep going in our lives. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a round of applause if you're at home. And don't worry about the people around you. They might think you're a little crazy, but hallelujah. You're going to be blessed for if you bless him. Hallelujah. At this time, I want to do the prayer request segment. And again, this segment is my mom, my dad, my mom, um, my cousin Margaret, my friend Paul, my friend Sean, which are like brothers to me, and a new one. My friend, uh, my cousin, Lori, and a situation that's going on there. And again, my dad has that aneurysm, and we want God to take care of that. Um, for my cousin Margaret, she has a loss in the family, and she's grieving. And we need God to ask her to help, ask God to help her get through this grieving and keep her safe. And. For my friend Paul, his back is hurting so bad that he really he's ready to kill himself. And for my friend Sean, he needs a financial blessing. And for my friend Dan, I forgot to put him back on because of this test he's got this Thursday. I haven't heard anything on it, but this Thursday I probably won't know nothing until Friday or actually a few days. But we'll keep praying until God gives us the answer. Then... Uh, my brother Paul, brother-in-law Paul about some things that's going on in the family that we want God to come true on and uh, and my cousin Lori and her situations and I really ain't going to be able to uh, go into a lot of things because some people might actually listen to it so I don't want to stir things up in the family because it's a family problem. But we're going to pray about these things. Let's go to my dad. Let's start with my dad first. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you right now to come down to my dad, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you are a God of healing. I thank you, Lord, that you are a God of loving. I just ask you right now, Lord, reach down to my side's buddy, my dad's body. You are the great physician. You are the great architect. I just ask you, Lord, to go in and take care of this aneurysm the way you want it to be taken care of, Lord. And, Lord, I ask you to be of my mom, Lord, and the stress test coming up in a, sometime in a week or so. I just ask you to let everything work out there where it's not her heart that's going on, Lord. And, Lord, I ask you to be with... Um, my friend, my brother Dan, my friend in the Lord, but he's like a real brother to me, Dan. 
and be with this brain scan that he's got to take I believe Thursday and let it come out the way you wanted to come out but come out good as you can be with my friend Sean he's like a brother to me and I consider him these two my brothers I just ask you to give him a big financial blessing that he needs and Lord I just ask you to be with my brother Paul he's like my brother Paul um, he lives in Georgia not the same Paul that I was talking about a few seconds ago but Lord I just ask you help him realize that he's got to be there for his daughter he's got to be there for his wife and not thinking about killing himself I just ask you to go into my friend's back right now you are the great designer you are the great architect and I ask you to touch and heal him of this pain Lord and Lord I ask you to be with my cousin Margaret Lord help her with this loss of her mom and her dad her dad died many years ago but she was still grieving but I ask you to, to continue to be with her during this grieving of her mother we ask, ask you to help her move forward Lord though during this time of grieving and let the grieving eventually get down to almost nothing I know we're always going to grieve but realize that God, that there's nothing we can do about it. they're in a better place and Lord I ask you to be with my cousin Lori too, Lord, and there's some situations going down there that I didn't like. Something happened that I really didn't like. Um, I'm glad I went on the air when I did, Lord, because she said at that point she was going to try to commit suicide. And then I went on the air, and she stopped. And then your word encouraged her to stay alive, encouraged her to come back to you encourage her to love you encourage her to do who she is i just ask you to be with her and help her through this all we ask you all this in jesus name amen and if you do have any prayer requests go to your search bar on facebook and go to god's internet church group apply you can do it this way apply for membership and you'll be able to be a part of the Sunday morning service and Sunday afternoon service now it's not Sunday morning we do it at one o'clock now because the time restraints with other churches and we do it at another one at 11 o'clock hour but I will let you join it's that easy I don't ask anything I just ask you be polite be nice don't abuse don't back talk God you know but don't argue with each other but I even let you share some stuff that you want to share even though I kind of want it as a church site but I do allow people to share um, then you could look my name up on messenger Ronald Weaver um, and send me a request to accept you and I will and you could send me a message that way or go to hub hopper I hub, hopper hub I believe this web this is and see find the you know there the way to send the message to me and send prayer requests there and these points um, eventually I will give you a phone number to call um, 
so maybe you can call me and we can talk and bring prayer requests and stuff do things that way um because i'm thinking about actually doing this as a, like a nice call-in thing i will warn you guys the night before i tell you what time you can call in um then we'll record it and put it on the air. But I'm thinking about doing that. I haven't decided. Taking one of the podcast days and doing that. Keep one to Bible study. One to old sermons or stuff that I feel God's leading me to share with you. And uh, I I have a lot of those. But God is kind of leading that way. And then uh, maybe a call-in session where we can... Um, do a live broadcast that might be on YouTube. I don't know. It might be on Facebook. Um, I might have you call in live, give you a phone number. Um, so just you know, there's ways. We're figuring it out as together. But right now, we need to go into our um, God teaches us in a different ways. Um, segment and the story I'm going to read to you is called God's Amazing Grace and it's a true story by Jolette Star Medes and let me get a little drink of Gatorade here it says God has been giving me reminders of his grace for years and some of them were literally written in stone no I'm not a present day Moses I'm not talking about three churches who named included the word grace or their cornerstone or outdoor signs all three play a major role in my faith journey two are assembly of God churches and the first one was not it was a Bible-believing church in Milford, Connecticut, where I learned the truth of Ephesians 2.8. God saved you by His grace. When you believe, you can't, you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. I was almost 30 years old at the time, married and a mother of three. I definitely didn't want, wasn't looking for a church despite my mother constant urging to get her grandchildren into Sunday school. I met the pastor of the First Grace Church at a school board meeting, not a church event, and was immediately impressed when he spoke in favor of an issue that was important to me. Some months later, I recognized the name in an ad for Vatican Bible School. I wasn't quite sure that was what that was, but having met the pastor, I felt sure it would be all right. Immediately registered my children, not for all the religious reasons, to me. The most appealing part was that the church bus would pick up my and return my kids after a three-hour morning program every weekday. For two weeks, I could have guessed how much my children would love 
the daily sessions. They came home singing songs about God, showing off craft products, projects, and quoting Bible verses. When the program ended, I placed, they pleaded with us to take them to Sunday school and children church. My husband and I agreed it would be good for the kids, and long before we became regular attenders too. At that, where I heard a clear presentation of the gospel for the very first time, I invited Jesus into my life and found more peace and joy than I ever had. The next Grace Church was in South Wallfield, Massachusetts on Cape Cod, where we moved following my husband's earlier retirement. The Church Grace Chapel Assembly of God was less than a mile from our new home. Our children were grown and living on their own by then, but the warm welcome by the pastor and people of the church helped us transition into a new emptiness nest. Remember, invite us to their homes or to special events in our small town. That included something like I never seen before, a water baptism service in a pond on a member Properly, we are also blessed with many opportunities to serve at Grace Chapel and in its outreach into the community. My husband became a board member and I helped with Sunday school and nursing home visitation. It was there that I more fully learned the meaning of Second Peter 3.18. You must grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus, our Savior Jesus Christ. My husband passed away during the time there, and three years later I moved closer to my daughter's home in Pennsylvania. I didn't take long to find another Grace Church, Grace Assembly of God in Spring City. Again I was welcomed with open arms by the people who would soon become very special friends through the encouragement and help of the former pastor, Reverend Jack A. Mason. I gained leadership skills and was given many ministry opportunities that included learning nursing home service in the area care facility. I would give a messenger to the residents needed after a time of singing favorite hymns and choruses led by other church members. I also blessed to co-chair Grace Assembly Senior group of several years, being placed in a leadership role that I didn't feel capable of fulfilling taught me to follow the advice of Hebrews 4.16, so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we'll receive his mercy and he will find grace to help us with the needs it most. God proved himself faithful to his word. In every circumstances, even the times I had to consign a 30-minute message that to just 10 minutes, with almost no notice, at a girl ministry event when many parents had visited there were present. Though I loved to another state that if moved to another state that is far away from the three grace churches. God still shows my life with his grace, and he will do the same for all who believe in him, even if 
the word grace isn't written on their church or cornerstone. So what does this mean? We gotta remember God will give us grace even if the church don't say it. If we trust God and let God give you his grace and wait upon him and work for him he'll give you the grace and he'll open up opportunities for you that you never think you would even have hallelujah praise the Lord to this true story and praise the Lord for those three grace named churches one independent two assembly and then another one that she really didn't name that she moved to but it didn't have grace on it but praise the Lord that they lived up to their name but even more praise the Lord that they lived up to what the Bible teaches people to do hallelujah on that note we came to an end of our podcast today of God's Internet Church Podcast I'd like to thank you for joining me um I will not be on the air tomorrow for a podcast uh, because I got to go to a doctor appointment and it's out of town and I have no one else to take over the podcast and it ain't like, I mean, I could do the podcast on the run, but the time that we do it, um, I'll be at the doctor's appointment and so... We're going to um, not have the podcast this week on our Tuesday podcast. But on the way home, I might be able to record the Wednesday podcast because I'll probably be going home about the time that I record it. Um, Praise the Lord, though. You know, there's a reason that all this stuff happens. On that note, I'd like to thank God you guys listening and if this podcast is a blessing share it with somebody and ask them to start listening to it after that because the more people we get listening the more people we can help outside of this podcast and the more people you can bring in to listen to this podcast and they can bring in and it's not all about numbers for me but I just want to be the most effective minister that I can be for God and so share it with your family share it with your friends share it with your co-workers and hallelujah so we can help a lost and dying world for people to come know Christ and help us Christians that are suffering in this world looking for answers help us find the answers on that note I like to say love one another help one another Bless one another. Until Wednesday, I like to say God bless you. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver, your host. And see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast. And have a good couple days. And God bless you.